Hello all, this is Blonde Hair Girl. It's the middle of the night and I was woken up. <laughs> Strangely or unbelievingly enough by the sound of voices. <laughs> Um, this is going to be a little bit paranormal. So those of you who don't believe in this kind of thing, you may not want to listen to this podcast. <laughs> so I, I wake up and I, I can hear these, um, these voices and they, and they talk to me. And um, and then I was reminded of this person that I had met years ago. I had um, gone through a divorce and I was single and I used to go to this coffee shop all the time. And I was approached by this man and I... I really initially was not attracted to him whatsoever. I thought it was really strange. <laughs> I thought it was a really weird guy. And I remember I remember he had this um this tooth. Like initially like he had this tooth like um I'm not even sure. I don't know the names of technical names of teeth, but it wasn't his front tooth, and it wasn't the one right after that. But it was, the, and it was like on one side, and it was like substantially longer than the rest of his teeth, and it was the only tooth that was like that. And I remember when I, I was thinking about it. This guy actually said to me, "Oh yeah, one of these days I'm gonna get." basically that taking care of, you know, like my two, like, you don't really think much of it at the time that this guy had responded in that way. But anyway, after a few, you know, I don't know, we started to hang out. Um, and he told me about his life. He he, and I don't know in what order these things had transpired. And being a person that was fairly open-minded, I, I can see a lot of people really being him just shutting people down because his the stuff that he would talk about would be so like bizarre. He he said that he had had like cancer when he was younger and that he had healed himself with wheatgrass or just grass. I mean, like those green things that you can buy at the store and that he he would juice it and he would drink these juices and somehow he was able to heal himself of some kind of um, like leukemia or something like that. Um, but he had, <laughs> he had told me this story about how he had 
Um, he had uh, um, had I'm sorry, I'm having this like memory of yesterday come to mind. I'm sorry, I know I'm all over the place, but please bear with me about my UFO girl who I had spoken about in a previous episode. Um, yesterday I saw, I thought it was really kind of ironic. She had um, passed away on the February 12th, and her birthday was March 12th. And yesterday I saw 312 on bumper stickers, not bumper stickers, on a license plate right next to each other on cars. There were like two cars right next to each other that had 312, 312. It was like, it was like she's talking to me. So it's kind of weird that I'm having this experience right now that I'm remembering this guy that I had. Anyway, so after um, he had told me the story about how he had been contacted. I mean, he had a spacecraft and it had landed and he had, yeah, I don't remember if he was taken into the spacecraft or he wasn't. Um, I don't know all the details of that, but he, and this guy was gifted. After this experience that he had had, he was completely gifted. He, he could see auras. And I, and it isn't until now that I really understand the significance of him. Uh, because at the time, I, I don't know. I guess it would have just been some kind of like ego thing for me to believe the things that he was saying about me. Um but anyway, so let me let me go on. <laughs> so he tells me this these story like and he so this guy had been contacted. This guy you know new stuff and and he said that he said weird stuff like someday we will be able to regrow limbs like 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 um lizards do like you know when a lizard loses its tail and then it's then it grows back he said that someday humans will be doing this with their limbs um but the strangest thing was, well, and he he had completely dropped out of society. He didn't have a bank account. He, he didn't have a name. Like, the name I knew him by was Rio. He went by the name Rio. Um, but he, and he lived, I think he, like, lived in a camper, like a, truck camper thing and he just had a nomad life and he went from like little little job to little job and that's what he was doing right then he was working at 
these people's house. Um, I don't know who they were. Um, I still don't know who they are, but I I still live in the town that I I met this person at. So, and <laughs> so there were a couple of like really weird. This guy honestly was telepathic. I did not know before this that such a thing was even possible, but this guy was telepathic. <laughs> Um, I mean, initially from the meeting of him and him like commenting on his tooth that he was going to get fixed. So, um, this one night he was, he was at my place and I thought, I wish he would leave so that I could go eat some ice cream. And I don't know why, um, I don't remember why. I didn't want to eat the ice cream with him. Maybe I was <laughs> feeling selfish and didn't want to share. I don't know. <laughs> I, I actually did think I want him to leave so I can eat some ice cream. And he goes, oh, you want me to leave so you can eat some ice cream? I mean, he literally said back to me my thoughts. Literally. Um, and then he did this uh, other thing where he um, he would tell me about things, like he could see how things went down. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like kind of giving myself away a little bit here, but there was this guy that I had dated before him and that guy would somehow sometimes call me late at night or he would he but this time he showed up at my front door and I'm guessing he was really this guy was really drunk and actually needed a ride or I don't know what but he showed up at my front door out of nowhere and he didn't call or anything and Rio was there and and he wasn't seeing the guy, but he was telling me about him. He's like, oh, yeah, that guy rides a motorcycle and blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. And he, like, I'm just like. And then I had this uh, really weird thing happen one day with him where I had spent, like, some time with him and... Then he did leave, and I had absolutely no energy. I was drained of energy down to I could hardly walk. And this was very concerning to me because I perceived that this person had somehow drained me of my energy and I'm not entirely sure if that was true or not but I ended up ending the relationship for various reasons 
Um, first of all, I really didn't want to be with somebody who knew my thoughts. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be with somebody who can read my thoughts. I want to be able to think, you know, I want you to leave so I can eat my ice cream without them knowing what I'm thinking. Like, can you imagine? Huh? Oh God. And I have, I have somewhat become this person. Um, anyway, uh, I'll get into that later, but <laughs> it's really weird. I can like see things now. I, I can actually like, uh, sometimes I think that I'm telepathic to a point. Um, And, uh, but anyway, and the second reason was that, so I had ordered these shorts. I had ordered these shorts from J. Crew. I absolutely loved J. Crew at the time. And I ordered these shorts that were on sale and they had come in the mail. And he basically told me those shorts are too short and you should not wear them. <laughs> and I perceived him to be controlling I was like, okay, this guy can read my thoughts. He's draining my energy and he's controlling. And so I just end it. I'm like, oh, he also like, he also told me things like that we had known each other before and that we were Native Americans. And, and the reason why I was acting the way I was was because something had happened in that lifetime and yada, yada, yada. I didn't know if any of that was true. In fact, I didn't know if anything that he said was true. And I was very skeptical of him because he had dropped out of society. I mean, I was like, how would I, like, I, there was no way to trace this guy. I mean, he literally didn't have a bank account. Like, did not have it like he was like I don't even know if he had a social security number as in not that I think that it's great that the government tracks us our whole life that's not what I'm talking about but it was just the weirdest thing um so I go and I break up with him and he starts to cry I mean legitimately crying like right in front of me and I and I I'm like so uncomfortable. Like at the time I was like really not as emotionally um, literate as I am now. <laughs> like, and I, I was like, I kind of felt like he didn't have the time to develop the level of feelings that would be that somebody would cry at the loss of me. Like I could kind of see if they'd been with me a little bit longer that, but, um, and then he said, and I quote, you don't know who you are. And that was the nail in the coffin for me at the time. It really bothered me that this person would have the audacity to tell me that they knew more of who I was than I did. 
it really bothered me. That in and of itself, I was like, just go away. I, I was really upset. Um, <laughs> but in all actuality, he probably did more know more about who I was than I did. So then you, then you, so I have this experience and this would have been in probably the year between 2001 and 2002. Um, uh, I think. And so then you like fast forward and then I have the summer of 2018, but it had started before that. About 2016, I start to see these numbers like regularly. Like so much so that I wrote in my journal about it. I wrote in a journal and I wrote out a last will and testament. I was like, okay, because I didn't know what was happening. I thought, okay, maybe I'm dying. I, I don't know what in the world is going on. And other things start to happen as well. I start to have these like really weird things with numbers, um, people's names. Um, it, it's just so bizarre. It was so bizarre and hard to navigate. Um, and... And and it didn't. They didn't happen like completely on top of each other like they did the summer of two thousand eighteen. And the summer of two thousand eighteen, I start to have a paranormal, really weird summer, like three months packed with high intensity somebody on the outside would consider a psychotic episode. I mean, I, I'm like, they are on top of each other. They are profound, these symbols that are coming at me. Numbers, dates, places, pictures, cars. Um, and I'm trying to navigate this. I mean, and it's, you know, and <laughs> and it was kind of like during this time, during even before that summer, I was starting to get these images like um like so I was in a relationship with somebody at the time and I would have a mental image of him like at work like something that had went down at work that I was not there. I was not at this, this event, but I could like these images, these moments would like come to my, my, um, my awareness about things that had happened. Um, and at the time I didn't know 
what was happening to me. I didn't know. Um, it, it was just something. So, and part of this was with what I perceive to be extraterrestrials, like beings that are not human, they're not angelic, they're, um, and I, I can't see them. I still can't see them. And just now they were talking to me, just like earlier, like 30 minutes ago or whatever, they were talking to me. And it was so cute because they were giggling I could tell there was more than one, maybe two, and they were they were just giggling in my ear. <laughs> These little sweet beings. <laughs> I was asking about that, why I perceived them to be so little, and they said they can be whatever size they want. That's what they said. So we can, you know, we're, they're not limited by... Um, by that so they can be small they can be big and then I was like am I ever going to see like what do you look like <laughs> um, anyway but so that that summer I was also um I was also like looking through pictures I was seeing these really really weird um symbols through pictures it it was it was a very very challenging time for me to navigate and i i can actually understand why most of the people in my life had thought that i had gone crazy but here's the thing i wish that they would have had at least some understanding that i was not going crazy but i was having a profound life-changing, spiritually transformative event. That's what it was. It was a spiritually transforming event. Or maybe it was experience. Um, and that's what it was. I was, um, and part of that was contact with beings that I could not see. I have known for a while that I had this entourage and um, some of them were people that had passed that I knew, some people that I didn't know, animals, um, angels. I knew there were angels in my, in my entourage and also being, now I know there were beings that are, we would perceive as extraterrestrial. But anyway, so I'm I'm looking through all of these old these pictures that weren't that old and I found this one and I don't know how I did this but I like blew it up and it it looks like a spacecraft. A very small spacecraft. And I have this picture and it's just crazy. It's just crazy, crazy. I mean, my God, how cool is that? Um, and so I, I perceive myself to be incredibly blessed. Um, this incredibly blessed odd duck person who really hasn't fit in in this world 
uh, I've never really fit in here. I'm, you know, and I just feel like I'm becoming more and more um, isolated. <laughs> which is totally okay. Uh, I'm laughing because I guess that that um, I fit in enough, you know, to with men, although they haven't really understood me whatsoever, although I didn't understand myself. I understand myself better today than I ever have, but um, because I was useful to them. I was useful to them in one way or another. <laughs> but not that they um, understood exactly who I was to this point. But, um, and, I, and I'm still not even entirely sure who or what I am. I'm just going to say that. I, um, I've told you all about this uh person that I found on TikTok and she calls herself a or she's a the they I think she's trans um, but I perceive her to be female and maybe she's not maybe she's neither female nor male I don't think she really wants to be called she but I don't know I don't know it's very challenging for me um, with these new expectations of not using gender in conversation because I've used it my whole life. And my brain is very, you know, when I look at somebody, that is the way my brain categorizes somebody. They're either male or female. And... I I really find it challenging to not use these pronouns. Um, and I'm not saying that I won't one day be correct in not using them. But um, anyway, so, and she, she had to, I guess, change her, her name on TikTok to Zia the Starseed. She says she's a starseed. This is like the newest like buzzword. Um, but she said some stuff that I found really interesting. She was talking about how we all are. And she was talking about the, the term human. She said that none of us are human. It, it was like the most interesting, um, basically, that we're all from somewhere else that we were basically seated here, uh, which I think can be true. I mean, you know, all the things that we're told throughout our life are just told to us. It doesn't mean that they're true. It doesn't mean anything that we've been told. <laughs> I mean, I guess there are some things that are true, you know, like, our mother is our mother and our dad is our dad and we have brothers and sisters and, you know, my Jackie Johnson down the street that I grew up with was my friend. Um, <laughs> we live in a certain house. We have, you know, I have my car, my dog, you know. Um, 
I wake up to awareness in the same spot. But but we, we've been told about what we're doing here. Like, she was talking about how they didn't use the hu- word human until fairly recently. And I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. It's a lot of investigating on my part on that, if I'm if I'm so choose. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to share that story about Rio. I felt really bad. I guess I just completely crushed his heart. I'm sure he's over it by now. <laughs> Twenty years later. <laughs> Twenty years later, the guy is obviously over it. Um. But I just couldn't, um, and it's kind of, it's super interesting because now I totally get where he was coming from because I probably have the same beliefs that he did. Not that I had a spaceship land in my, in my yard the way he did, but I have definitely have been contacted <laughs> I've been contacted by very, very loving beings that have contacted me. They're very loving and kind. And I was asking them tonight about I I was like, I want I money. Which I know it sounds so like trite and trivial. And, and, and you know, and that's the other thing. I know this is a bit of an aside. And then I'm going to end this podcast and try to go back to sleep. But the concept about money just being intrinsically evil is is really bothersome to me. Because money the ability to experience wealth, what wealth can provide, the ability to, to live abundantly is, is such a wonderful thing. And right now, as the way that things are on our planet, money in the United States, I'm going to say in particular in the United States where I live, money is the currency with which we experience certain types of abundance. I'm not talking about the abundance of health, the abundance of love. And we're all supposed to be completely satisfied by that you know satisfied by the fact that we have love and health and you know what i mean like and and i but <laughs> money is a currency and allows us to thrive in the united states at this moment And the way that we get money at this point is to 
conceivably go some type of trade of service, some type of, you know, either through a boss or not through a boss, like through a company or an agency or whatever. I mean, like, like Zia, the person I was just talking about, like she does readings and she does a meditation. She has a patron page, I think, and you can pay in and get, um, uh, access to her meditation. She does meditations and, um, but this is the way that we, by food, the way that we, by like roofing, like, like, so that we're not living on the street. And so <laughs> I don't think that money, and I think that sometimes people who have a lot of it, who believe there is a finite amount of it, would like to have us all think that money is evil so that they can do what they perceive to be they have it and we don't and continue to stay in that seeming place of power, which all of it, absolutely all of it, is an illusion. It's all an illusion. And so, and so like in the Bible, like being fraught with, you know, really negative things about money and rich people and you don't want to be rich because you don't want to be a bad person. And so I don't, I haven't like completely wrapped my brain around all of this, to be honest, but I am changing my idea about money because I really like what it does for me. I like the fact that I was able to buy my floor. I like to be able to go to a, a retreat if I want to. I like to be able to go out to eat take my children out to eat. I like being able to buy them gifts. I like, um, I like not having to think about money. I like having plenty of it. And so I'm in the process of learning to change my idea about money. How do I go from like aliens to money? <laughs> <laughs> the ramblings. Anyway, I will be back with other topics. Thank you for listening. And that's a wrap.